Hello, this is Emmanuel Obonaya. There's a whole lot to teach and explain, but there's never enough time. In today's teaching, I'm focusing on how to get filled with the Holy Spirit. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you've not yet been baptized with the Holy Spirit, then rejoice because your time has come. In John chapter 1 and verse 1, the scripture says, In the beginning was the Word. The Bible shows us very clearly that it was the Word of God that brought about everything material and immaterial. Everything came as a result of what God said. The Word of God will produce the result it talks about. So to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, you need to know one or more of these things. As I teach these things, each of these points I teach on will be addressing different doubts and strongholds in the minds of people. As these truths dislodge those doubts, it will become easier for you to receive. So number one, the first thing you need to know is that you already qualify for the baptism of the Holy Spirit because you are born again. Don't let the enemy lie to you that you cannot receive the Holy Spirit and that you are not qualified because you are not holy enough. The Spirit of God is called the Holy Spirit. And that's because part of His work in you is to help you be just like Him, holy. If anything at all, your not being holy enough doesn't disqualify you. Rather, it qualifies you. Because you are no longer in that category of persons that the Scripture calls the world, Jesus says you qualify to be filled with the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 14, verse 16 to 17, Jesus says this. I'm reading out of the King James Version. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Jesus says here that the world cannot receive the Holy Spirit. But how do we know whether we are included in or excluded from this category he calls the world? How do we know we are not part of those he's referring to when he speaks about the world? In John chapter 17, we see Jesus praying to God the Father. And he says this as he prays. John 17 and verse 14. I'm reading out of the King James Version. I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world even as I am not of the world. So from the very lips of Jesus, we see very clearly here that we do not belong to the world, just the same way he didn't belong to the world. The next thing you need to understand is that this experience is free of charge. Listen to Romans chapter 8 verse 32. I'm reading out of the King James Version. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things. This scripture is saying that God did not withhold his son Jesus from us, but he gave up Jesus to die on the cross for all of us. He says, how shall he not also with Jesus freely give us all things? God freely gave up Jesus to die for us. Along with Jesus, God has given to us all things. When God gave us Jesus, he gave us his best gift. If God is withholding the baptism of the Holy Spirit from you, but he allowed Jesus come to this world and die on the cross, the kind of death he died, then God is implying that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is more important than the life of Jesus, which is not true. 
the power of the Spirit of God is one of the things that already belong to us in God's mind and in God's plan because He freely gave us Jesus. Every other thing is free of charge. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 21, I'm reading out of the King James Version. Scripture says, Therefore let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. The baptism of the Holy Spirit that you want to experience is yours. In the mind of God, it already belongs to you. In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 2, Scripture says, This only will I learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Here Paul is asking the believers in Galatia, How did you receive the Holy Spirit? Was it because you kept the law or because you heard and believed? Of course, it's because they heard and believed. But here Paul is trying to get them to focus on the things that produce results in their lives. It wasn't the fact that they kept the law and they tried to do this and not do that. But the fact that they heard the message, they heard the gospel and they believed. Here in this scripture, Paul is pointing them back to the very principles that made all the difference right from the moment they believed in Jesus. He said it was because you heard and believed that you received the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, the way they received the Holy Spirit then is still the way people receive the Holy Spirit every day. You hear these words I'm speaking to you, you believe them, and then you can receive. God willing, we'll pick it up from here in the next one, but we'll cover a few more things that you need to understand, and then you will have your desires met.